life. And that is why this is the best damn flag league in Jersey. The Cowboys are the first ever Bridge Flag Football League champions. Late Friday night, but we promised we would get you a podcast, so we are certainly going to deliver. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the 40th episode of the Bridge Flag Football League podcast. A different voice that you're hearing. It's Ryan Morick here with you, alongside the two commissioners, Brandon Kurtzman, Augie Garbalato, and we have Chris Seabans Savaro in the building as well. We are going to preview the semifinals, which are going to be played in, right now we're recording this at just after 11 o'clock at night, so we have just over 12 hours to go until a quote-unquote kickoff at SJV. First game is going to be at 11.30 between the top-seeded Oklahoma, no, excuse me, the top-seeded Ohio State University Buckeyes against the six-seeded Notre Dame Fighting Irish who pulled off the upset against Arizona in the quarterfinals. And then the two commissioners will go at it following. Second-seeded Oklahoma versus four-seeded Arizona State. I'm not sure how I segue into uh, my own game, but uh, Brandon Christmas, I'll hand it off to you first. Uh, tell me, I, I wasn't at quarterfinals, uh, but I did hear the recap. Tell me real quick how the quarterfinals went and how excited are you about tomorrow? Well, first of all, I would love to know everyone's reaction hearing your voice, like a different voice. They're going to be freaked shit. out. Yeah, I think like, like that's going to be... But, TJ, be- TJ's continuing his holdout. Yeah. Tommy, I think he's getting on the holdout wagon, I think. They sent Chris The rumors are true. I have decided to take over the podcast, even though <laughs> I own 0%. I'm not making a dollar off of this, but uh, that's what we're rocking with. But um, No, I'll get into, you. Yeah. I'll get into your question. No, um... Last I'm week. super excited yeah. for this. I'm super. This, first, I'm super excited for this week. I know I went out of order with the questions. Don't care. Um, we're, I'm Oklahoma's ready. I know all three teams. We made a little group chat with the four captains just so I could kind of coordinate with them when we want to play. And uh, Sam and IB have been talking in it mostly the entire week. So um, should be exciting. Notre Dame, on the other hand, though, they're going to give Ohio State a game. Yeah. They, they they showed me that they could play this week. They come out, beat Arizona. Played hard-nosed defense, made plays all around the field, and um, I'm excited to see what they can do against them. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, we've been talking about uh, this game. I guess we'll go right into it. Uh, Ohio State, my squad, uh, with myself, Anthony, and Bimbo, with Justin Farra, and uh, that whole squad against Notre Dame, Sam Allen, Nick Douglas, uh, that whole crew over there. Top seed versus the lowest seed to make the playoffs. We all know about... Uh, the wild run that Notre Dame had, they started off 2-0. Two uh, pretty impressive wins. Uh, they, we've all known that their defense has been very good all season long, but they lost their last five games <laughs> to end Lose the season. five straight, make the They playoffs. lost five yeah. straight to end the but season. But they, they won, the so that's all that matters. Yeah, they made it. Uh, they made it after you guys, Brandon, beat TCU, so they snuck into uh, that sixth seed. They upset the third seed, Arizona, who... You guys all had at the top of the power rankings, and rightfully so at that moment in time because we had that bad loss against TCU. They beat you. They were coming off of, of a couple of bad losses, and they were the hot hand, but um, it was it was no longer. Um, and we know that we certainly have a battle. Um, I'm going to try. Uh, yeah, let, let us talk, talk about, about it because I don't yeah. want to talk too much about my team, but yeah. um, we know we are certainly 
in for quite a matchup. And the one thing that I'll say real quick is this is going to be one of those games where, I mean, we've been winning on talent and talent alone pretty much every single game. I feel like the one time where we actually had a game plan and executed it was the game that we won 50 to nothing. And go figure that the biggest blowout of the season, that's the opinion on it. Um, But I'll hand it over to you guys. That's just my quick feeling on it. But um, let's hear some non-biased opinions from you guys. I'm excited to see what you guys are going to do to stop Douglas. That's exactly That's just kind of what the games they come down to. Douglas is all, when I played against them, I was, when I was playing quarterback against Notre Dame, my thoughts on every play were, where's Nick Douglas? And I'm probably going to try to run plays away from Nick Douglas' mm-hmm. side because the two times I threw at his side, two batted balls and up in the air. One, I smacked down. One, gets pick sixth in the end zone. He also safetyed us that day. Um, he's all over the field. All over. All over Offensively, the field. defensively. He, he leads the league in pass breakups, I believe, and he's a lineman. He's a lineman. He's, <laughs> it, it's crazy to say that he actually might be the most improved player this season. Is he, that a stretch? He, he might be the most improved, the MVP, the, yeah. the, the offense player year, defense player year. Douglas really came to play this no, fall. No, he came to play for sure. And um, I'm like I said, that's, the, that's what we came to see. Are the uh, Ohio State linemen going to be able to – actually go out and catch passes because that's what you guys do. A lot of the uh, pass catching touchdowns at least go to Pete who's actually nope, not going no. to be Pete there. This week. That's a Vegas, big loss. Vegas. Yeah. I wonder if there's a discipline, disciplinary action if they make the finals. <laughs> um, they also John. it's going to be Johnny Morick and Dean Wietrowski. And he played really well when IB got him to sub um, But he might have to do a little more ago. blocking this time. That's that's the Here's why I always say like people are always like oh are you going to put this lineman against me? I'm, and I think to myself you're the defense. You have the choice. Yeah. Like if you want to go put your best guy on their worst lineman, you really can't. You have to. You have to. Yeah. You have to modify how you run your offense. The D line can switch. The O line can't O-line get up. Can't, and, keep, yeah. can't keep getting up. You get your spot. That's your spot. So I just think that Sam Allen needs to come in with a very good game plan. Make sure that his guys all know exactly what they want to do on the field. Um, and this is a culmination of everything you've been working for for the last seven weeks to have a chance to make it to the, pl- the championship. And uh, there's gonna be a little news about the championship game. We'll talk about it possibly later on yeah, the yeah, podcast. We'll, we'll, we'll surprise everyone no. after this week. Okay. The um, man, the, go ahead, Alk. I was going to say, I don't know how much truth this holds, but the, the Schefter com- uh, Twitter account might have been compromised. Because I got out the shower, I got notifications blowing up saying Justin Ferrara is not playing. So if he's not playing, this game could go really either way. Yeah, um, that that's a big loss if true. Yeah. I don't know the truth to the rumor. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I gotta check. Ohio State group chat has remained silent. Um, we have no wow. official. We, we have, have no, we have sources inside. Right we now. have we have no official comment. Um, we're gonna wait and see. Just kidding. Joseph Ferraro is active. <laughs> don't get your hopes up. I, I was texting Ivy before. I was like, "Yo, I'm going on the podcast later. Like, do you want me to do anything?" He was like, "Yo, please say that he's inactive. I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Joseph Ferraro is active for tomorrow. Well, uh, but what I want to get into about Notre Dame is. Throughout that five-game losing streak, they had a lot of subs. Nick Douglas wound up missing some time. Q wound up Sam missed some time at one point. The game against Arizona, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they had a full squad, and it kind of sounds like they have a full squad tomorrow. I think we have John Romano subbing in for somebody, but <laughs> nonetheless, their, their main pieces are going to be there for the, the first time in consecutive weeks for a long time, and... 
after coming off of a convincing win in the quarterfinals, that's exactly what you need going up against a, a top team like Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, I think we saw that a little bit. That of the example of having your full team and the chemistry that's there. We saw it this week. Um, Joe Piscopo not being there for Arizona. Matt Marola not playing the role that Joe played. They had no one to play that Joe Piscopo role, essentially, in their offense. And it ended up being the detriment to them. So I'm looking to see... Full team, you got your squad for the second consecutive week. You build off a big win in the playoffs, and now you got nothing to lose. You think you can go out? I know they think they're going to go out there and win tomorrow. You know, like I, I would hope they. <laughs> I would, I would hope that. No, I think they're all very confident in their abilities, and they're going to be yeah. able to make plays. It's going to be a good game, but um, I'm excited for it. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, I guess we'll, we'll jump onto my side now um, to, to really dive yeah. into Ohio State. We know that they have a lot of tricks up their sleeve. We have a lot of tricks up our sleeves also. Uh, we, IB and I were speaking at length the other night about possible game plans, diff, uh, different formations that, that we have, different formations that we have noticed that Notre Dame does. Um, so we, we're not sure exactly what they're going to do. We have, even against TCU, I mean... I probably shouldn't be saying this, but at the same time, I'm, I got to analyze uh, some stuff about the league also. We struggled against TCU when they started rushing four. Even against Notre Dame when we faced them in the regular season, when they were rushing the house on us, we we, uh, we struggled against them. So we are expecting more of the same. We have a way to combat that. Again, Pete is um, a big loss on our offensive line. I think he was a top three round pick, but we are preaching the fact that um, we are up, with who you got. next yeah. man up, first of all. And second of all, we are preaching that at the end of the day, we are offensive linemen. Like I said, we were winning based on talent. I think everyone wanted to get their numbers up earlier on in the season. We can't be doing that anymore because we did that against TCU. And then we had it was wound up being one of the yep. biggest upsets of the regular season. So, uh, But at the end of the day, like I said, we have a really good game plan. We are really, really excited. I think everyone's really hungry because we haven't played in almost two weeks. I'm excited. The squad's excited. And we certainly are not taking them lightly. Yeah. No. I'm just excited to see IB play flat out, really. He just makes a, he makes plays every single week that you're like, wow, that was something that you don't just always see every day. Um, he makes throws on the money every single time. Doesn't give the doesn't give the defense a lot of opportunities to make turn to turn the ball over. So really, it just comes down to if IB does make the mistake, you need to be able to capitalize on it. Um, defensively, we talked about. Um, we can talk. We can talk about your secondary because I like your secondary. Prem, oh yeah, top, top defensive back in the league. He's out guarding number ones every week. Christian, very good. TJ Angstad, one of the best safeties in the league, if not the best safety in the league. I like your defense. You didn't I even made, mention Justin. No, I didn't yeah. even mention Justin. Justin, just a very everyone good, knows what we Justin, know. We yeah, know what Justin yeah. brings to the right. table. Now you bring IB, and I saw IB rushing a lot against um yep. against Notre Dame, I believe. Or it I feel was, like the, towards the end of the you season. You saw it against IB UCLA. Was, yeah, 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 we did a lot no. towards the end of the season. Yeah, so I'm saying. So I think I like him in that role because I'd be just listening. He's a high IQ football player. He's one of those guys that when he's on the field, no matter where he's playing, he's making an impact one way or another, um, which is is what you want from one of the best players in the league. He's going to be on defense. He's going to he's going to be mixing it up, going some plays, going others. I think that's the, that's the way to win in this league in general. But I think winning in the playoffs, you need to show different looks. And it seems like you guys have that all planned out, which I love to hear because I hope that every team is, um, every team's captains or the core players are making sure that they know what's going on. Because I know that's how it is in this league. The core players of the team, they talk about what they're going to do and they go out and they hopefully execute it. So I'm excited to see both of you guys play. 
IB's going to make throws, going to make plays. Um, Sam Allen, step up to the plate. Nick Douglas, Q, be ready to play. It's going to be a good one. Yep. Yeah, I'm glad that you mentioned our secondary. Like, everyone knows what we can do on offense. Everyone knows what Anthony and Bimbo can do on offense. And obviously, I mean, Anthony and Justin are probably the best wide receiver quarterback duo in the league. Yeah, sure. Uh, especially, in terms of, especially in terms of the deep ball, too. Um, Brandon, Brandon laughs, but... <laughs> no, no, but they does. are. They're both super talented. Yeah, it, like, even if you don't agree, yeah. like, the, they're, no. they're in the conversation, obviously. But I'm taking all we've allowed... <laughs> all right, I feel it, I feel it. But um, we've also allowed 22 points. Granted, they were all in one game, but we did shut out UCLA. That was easily our, our, our best game. Of course. We, we put up, they put up a goose egg. And our defense... TCU had three broken plays that they scored on where one some guys were just left wide open. We missed a couple of flags, and that was pretty much it. So with that being said, uh, let's get into the predictions. I guess I, I'll give yeah, an official no, prediction, no, I guess. Yeah, no, you're, um, you're gonna we're going to go yourself, of course. Go, uh, I'm you going listen to the podcast, I go myself every time. That's true. Obviously. That's true. I'm going, I'm going with our guys with the top seed for a reason. Um, we have playmakers. We have talent. We have a game plan. No disrespect to Notre Dame at all. They have a great defensive line. They have they have playmakers, but we think we are better. Well, we I would hope have you prepared. We have watched film. At least I certainly have. Um, I hope everyone is doing the same. But we have been alive in our group chat. We're going to be alive tomorrow. We haven't played. We can't wait to play. We are excited, and this is my first real chance to get a ring in this league, and I've been playing for quite some time. So, you know, I'm going to be coming out firing them all, too. Nope, I feel that. Um, Morg, the most valuable seventh-round pick, unless unless Paulie Caldonado was drafted in the seventh round. Paulie was drafted lower than that. Lower than that, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm taking Ohio State. I be. Yeah, Makes I be too. Going to be close, though. I'm Don't going Notre Dame, man. Wow, I'll keep tapping for the pot. No, no one should. Yeah. I don't like. Uh, I shouldn't be trashing my team like this, though. No one should be surprised if Notre Dame won tomorrow. Yeah, I th- look. They're on a roll right now. They play very good as a team. Um, I just think that Douglas is a lot to handle, um, and I think they have Q in the secondary who can make plays when Douglas is causing pressure. So, I'm, I'm going to stick with the the hot team right here. I'm going to call them the Team of Destiny right oh, now. Oh, Five losses in the Team of Destiny. Yeah, they, they upset the number one team. So In the power rankings. I think they could uh, go out there and do it again. Why not? Alright. 11.30 tomorrow at the SJV Turf is the six-seeded Notre Dame Fighting Irish going up against the top-seeded Ohio State Buckeyes. And now we turn to the Battle of the Commissioners once again. Uh, the Commissioners face each other in the finals of the Summer League last year. They're going to be facing off as the two and four seed tomorrow at 12.45 at SJV. Um, Augie, you guys had a very nice win over UCLA. I wasn't there, but I did see the score, so it was obviously a thriller. Um, I'll ask you on the spot, how are you guys going to keep that hot hand going against a team who has been in the top three or two of the power rankings and the standings since day one? My team actually said we were we were pulling for Notre Dame heavy against Arizona because we wanted to face Kurtzman instead of IB. So I, I'm excited. Woo! I feel like I always play Kurtzman in big games. Uh, the Duke USC, he came out on top. Cowboys Browns, Cowboys came out on top. So this is gonna be a good one, of course. Um, I don't want to reveal too much, but I know we definitely have been talking. Where everyone's on the same page. 
Um, we have Pasquale Fuda subbing because Redesco is in Vegas. Ernie, not sure what's good with Ernie, but we got Pasquale <laughs> subbing, and he's on the same page. He's hyped. He's ready to go. So uh, I'm loving my team tomorrow, and I can't wait to get out there. Brennan, let's hear your side. I think a lot of it's really going to be the same. I mean, listen, I'm going to – I'll be honest. I don't want Augie running tomorrow because that's what he's best at. So you can know what's coming. We're not. I, I'm gonna make. You're gonna have to beat me. You have to beat me with your arm tomorrow. I'm just, and I'm just gonna be honest with you. Uh, you're a good. You're a good thrower, but you're a better runner and a better athlete than you are a thrower. And I'm, you're gonna have to do it that way against me. We're First play he sends for. I think one of the biggest keys to the to the game tomorrow for you, Augie, is. I think that your line, defensively specifically, with whether you do Noah and Amir or whoever you put on that defensive line, they can't be taking plays off. I think they got to be in there every single play because obviously we know the kind of offensive lineman that uh, Brennan has and, and always picks. And they've been playing well for him. We know what Jimmy has done with the ball. Uh, obviously, Nick, Nick Tompkins w- was the first pick of the entire league. Um, but I think that if they constantly put pressure on and are not... Ta- I mean, uh, I understand taking some plays off just because you're fatigued and you're gassed. I've done it, I think, every everyone yeah, has done everyone's it, done it. No. but but i do think that in the playoffs in the semifinals where you have a chance to keep on keep on the, this this hot streak that you're on i mean you guys had that loss to ucla and then you clinched the playoffs with the win against clemson and then you won the thriller against ucla who even they were one of the hotter teams simply after beating, beating you be, beating brand yeah beating both both uh beating both of you guys um no, I think no, not no, not Brandon. Just you. After no. we beat them, Clemson. No, UCLA. Oh yeah, UCLA beat us in right. the double uh, the doubleheader game. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's going to be a big battle of the trenches tomorrow. I think that's. I mean, we say it all the time, but playing against you guys twice, I, I've seen some of your D linemen just take plays off, and yeah. what they can do, like. I remember saying after your game, Amir was running me over mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball, so that's going to be important. Yeah, for Amir guys. has been good getting consistent pressure. Uh, I hope True brings an inhaler this week. I can't have him dying. True, on the I need field. to mention him. Yeah, really. Um, <laughs> Noah, he he's getting in. He just needs to, you know, little little two more steps, and he's there. So uh, we got Pasquale subbing for us too. Uh, we'll throw him on the D line a little bit. Um, yeah, but I like our game plan. It. It's going to come down to pulling flags because last week we, we missed a couple crucial ones. And I, I preached it all week. I said we need to pull flags this week. And, uh, you know, just make – I'm. you said you're going to make me beat uh, – you're going to make me beat you with my arm. And I. that's the same thing we're doing. We're going to let you throw the deep ball. No more Lyman dumps for Kurtzman. So, I'm excited. No. It's going to be good. I'm super excited to play. I don't think we really need to talk about it a lot more. I think me and Augie are both kind of we've been Augie. We, I was talking to Augie uh, a couple days ago, and I was saying that every time me and him play, one of us is super cocky going into the game, while the other one is just like, "All right, man, like I'll see you. On, yeah. Like I'll see you on Saturday. I'll see you on Sunday, whatever." And this time, Augie is super cocky. I'm the one just saying, "I'll see you on Saturday." It's what it is. Um, it's gonna be super exciting. Uh, we're right. I think I can see both teams obviously ready to go. You should be ready to go. If you don't have a good game plan, then that's just what it is. Um, it's gonna come down to who executes and who makes more plays. And then I'm 
really excited. You want to get a new picture real quick? He's picking himself. I'm picking me. Who are you picking? I really don't know. Uh, and like I haven't watched you guys play a lot over the last couple of weeks, so I know that you guys have have lost two in a row now. But and I know that all three of us, I guess at this point, we've had games where we've lost that we really should have won. I mean, we should have been TCU. You guys should have been Clemson, and you guys should have been UCLA after we beat them fifty to nothing. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to put my money on. Brandon and Oklahoma simply because um, I do think that even though that you can let Brandon throw the deep ball, I do think that just the fact of the matter is Brandon is going to adjust if he if necessary. If it's not Jimmy Friel that he's dumping off to, he has no problem throwing it to someone else. He has no problem keeping Jimmy um, on that on that offensive line to stay in the block for him and. He has really, really good playmakers with Nick and, um, Tyson, and Tyson Oliva. and, and uh, Oliva and Chris Avaro, obviously, <laughs> the best playmaker in the league. Um, I, I, I'm going to go with Brandon just because they, they, they've been at the top of the power rankings and uh, I've seen some inconsistencies, I guess, with Arizona State throughout the season. Whereas, I mean, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've seen inconsistencies on on the Oklahoma side of things, also. But I think that at most of the time where Oklahoma loses, they, they kind of beat themselves. And I feel like you guys are more prone to letting up big plays and not playing up to the level that you guys should be playing. Uh, um. That's my point of view. Again, I haven't seen much of you guys play over the last couple of weeks, so it is a tough prediction to make, especially after Oklahoma's coming off of two straight losses. Um, hey, I beat TCU. You did beat TCU. Two straight losses, but then a win. So we're right. Oh, oh, we're riding you, the ship. Right, we're right, right. We're riding the ship. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was the game that had to get pushed back. Right. Um, that's my pick. I'm going to go Ohio State and Oklahoma in the and as the clock strikes 11.30, we officially have 12 hours to go exactly until the Old Bridge Flag Football League semifinals begin. 11.30 is going to be Notre Dame and Ohio State, the sixth seed versus the one seed. Immediately following will be the Arizona State Sun Devils, the four seed, going to go against the second seeded Oklahoma Sooners. It's going to be a fun day at SJV. Please pop out. Please support, even if you got eliminated last week or if you didn't make the playoff picture. Too bad. Get it next year. Please show out. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know we teased a bit of a surprise about the championship game. Too bad. You guys are going to have to wait for that one for the uh, semifinal recap. And then Brandon and Augie will give you some championship game information on that front. But that's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you for listening. Again, SJV tomorrow. Please show up. Please support. It's going to be a fun, crazy day. We will catch you guys at SJV. And, and we'll if catch you guys haven't next time. yet, subscribe to uh, all TJ's podcast. Yes. Hit the follow on SoundCloud. Do all that good stuff. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. Thanks, guys.